0: more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. (coughs) Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. And if you're local, you can dial 702-650-5588. Again, 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a long-distance toll-free number for you. That would be 800-366-8883. Again, 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live from KKVV's website, which is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. I just waved to you. Uh, we're also being streamed live from our website, Save the Lost at All Costs, and our website address is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, to include Pastor Terry stepping in for me last week, uh, that message is uploaded, and you can listen to it. And Pastor Terry, you were awesome. Thank you, and I enjoyed the fellowship since I've been back. So thank you, thank you again for being a blessing, always. Uh, that web address again is www.savethelostlv.org. Just look for our archive ministry link. Click onto it. <clears throat> listen to what you like. As the Spirit leads you, tell somebody about it and the gospel is always free on our watch. Also, if you have a Apple device, we are being archived for free on iTunes. Most of us have a cell phone, and I would love for you to take down this number where you can listen to KKVV anytime you like, a 100.1 FM and 1060 AM, and you can listen to Save the Loss at all costs right now. So let me give you that phone number, lock it in under your phone contacts, it'll be probably one of the best contacts that you have ever had, and share it with someone. That number is 605-313-0630. Again, 605-313-0630. That number only works in the United States. And I need you to turn the board on so that I can see people calling in. Will you turn it on? Okay. Alrighty. I understand. So, I was talking to my engineer. And uh, glad we had that little talk. So, let me... um, Tell you what we're talking about today is show me your battle scars. Okay, our topic for today is show me your battle scars. Almighty God knows they're spiritually rich beauty turning hurts, wounds, and once deep scars into a battle cry for love, hope, and faith. Internal and external scars imply a story must be told. We will receive scars in two ways, either by the hand of another or by our own choices. Both scenarios are a VIP invitation for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to restore and heal. Sexual abuse versus abortion, abandonment versus infidelity, Stockholm Syndrome versus casualty of war are a few examples of scars inflicted by others and us respectfully. I would like to introduce the real cause, which is the event and effect. The outcome behind a scar is recognizing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's presence through one's scars by reflecting on their purpose, redeeming pain by investing in others, replacing wounds with scars, and restoring a broken heart. Sexual abuse victims more often than not deal with the lie of disqualification that individuals succumb to after being wounded believing that because of a personal sin ministry opportunities are destroyed but I'd like us to look at Luke 22:31 and let's see what the word of God says again we're in Luke chapter 22 verse 31 and I'm in the New King James version And it says and the Lord said Simon Simon indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. 22 but I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail and when you have returned to me strengthen your brethren. Imagine that he says when you have returned to me. Strengthen your brethren. Mm. So, we as Christians will fail. But God intends for us to repent and emerge stronger. Can you imagine? Something has happened. And in this particular case, we know... That Peter eventually denied Christ. One that called him to be a disciple. One that he followed over three years. When our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's ministry became public. Peter was very dominant. He was one of the three that was in our Lord and Savior's inner sanctum. Peter even has books in the New Testament attributed to his name. He was special. No doubt. None like him. But he failed. And he knew. Who our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ was. He was the first. To call him a Messiah. And Jesus remarked to Peter and said no one could have told you that but my father in heaven because there was this discussion when Jesus asked the disciples who basically do you say I am it was pivotal but Peter emerged even stronger Once he had repented for denying Christ, not one time, not two times, but three times. But look what he was able to do, he preached on the day of Pentecost. And the Holy Spirit came down like fire. And touched all who were there. And they say it was about 3,000. And each person heard the Holy Spirit speak to them in their own native tongue. It must have been something magnificent, tremendous, indescribable, exhilarating, divinely supernatural, utterly and completely amazing. Again, emerging stronger after the gift of repentance. Physical scars represent a story, a moment in one's life. And they show others that there is a history of healing. Internal scars, marks from past hurts and mistakes, also represent a story of restoration with empathy personal insight and a best friend's gentle spirit we can turn a physical scar into a battle scar battle scars denote these five characteristics now the topic is to show me your battle scars See, we're talking about kingdom, Kingdom warriors. We have a an unique and a divine scar, battle scars. And let's look at the five characteristics. Number one, you'll recognize our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Through your scars. Because. When you have a physical scar. Again. It denotes a moment in your life. And it could be life and death. Whether you realize it or not. But the scar. Denotes that it wasn't your time. Our father in heaven still has a plan and a purpose for your life. And I don't know the reason why you have the physical scar or the circumstances surrounding them. But if you can hear my voice, you are in the land of the living. So you still have an assignment. And the perfect work that our Father in Heaven began in you. It will be manifested and completed before you exit into the realm of eternity. Now, you will decide where you live in eternity based on your relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But number one, you'll recognize our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through your scars. Number two, You'll receive God's grace and forgiveness. A lot of people. Sometimes have problems with the appearance of a scar. They will try to alter its appearance. To make it less noticeable. Or aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Which means that... uh, It looks better to the eye. And some wouldn't touch it if you paid them a billion dollars because it would take away from the event. And they want to be reminded that it was God who was truly on their side. And they appreciate his grace. And his mercy and his forgiveness because it does endure forever. There's accountability with transparency. And if we're really going to come into a right relationship with our Lord and Savior. We have to take responsibility for that that we have done. Our bodies are temples; they house the Holy Spirit. They house our soul. Because the Holy Spirit, once we become in relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, dwells within side of us. We are more spirit. Than flesh and blood. Because this body. This temple. Has a life expectancy. Oh but the spirit. And the soul. Those are eternal. Because the Holy Spirit definitely is. It's part of the Godhead. And our soul. We became a living soul. When our. Lord and Savior. Who operated in the Godhead as the Son. And the Godhead is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We were created. In their image. So, it's important. When we get real with ourselves, when we understand that the Godhead doesn't keep score, that's what forgiveness and repentance is about. It's about spiritual growth. It's about taking you from height to height. It's about fully recognizing your plan and your purpose. And to understand that weakness is an attribute. Because when we are weak, our Father is strong. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is strong. The Holy Spirit is strong. They operate like that. They know that we are their creation. And there's a fragility to us. They know everything about us. Every working part. In every dimension. And when you come to that humility. That understanding. Then you will understand and appreciate. The grace and the mercy. And the gift of forgiveness and repentance. That is only offered to you. When you are. A child of God, not when you are a creation, but when you are a child, because you recognize who your Father in heaven is, you understand that He is the creator of all life, of all living things, of heaven and earth, and the fullness thereof. Yes, you would not. Pass on the opportunity for forgiveness. Three, you can remove the mask and be real. There's no shame with your father. We are instructed by his holy word to come to him. Lay our burdens down. Not some, all. We are supposed to come to him. And bring everything to Him in prayer. That's how we live our lives. There's no hindrance, there's nothing blocking. There's nothing but light and more light and divine light. The healing comes when we speak to our father when we cry out to him when we trust that he is who he says he is and he's going to do what he says he's going to do he can bring the dead back to life there's no need to pretend a mass for what he can see through the mass men and women of God there's no limit in his vision He knew you even before you knew you even existed. Before you even thought of yourself. He knew you. He is the Alpha and the Omega. It begins with Him and ends with Him. He will have the first and last say concerning our lives, our faith, our assignment, our elevation, our progressive sanctification, our service to Him. Unburden yourself. Trust that He is there and He has always been there and He has never left you. He will equip you in due season, in due time to do whatever it is that is in His perfect will and plan. You need not worry. He's the blesser of blessers. He is whom all our blessings flow from. Beloved, don't ever Think that he's not a blesser. Just the mere fact that he gives you revelation is transformative. Because where would we be without him speaking to us? He spoke us into existence as he spoke light. Into existence. He says, Let there be light. And there was light, but he qualifies and he said it was good. No mask is required. The Father has not masked himself, He does not operate in a mask. He is El Shaddai, God Almighty. He is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Mask himself for what? And even when Jesus arose after he had been in the tomb, after the crucifixion, he showed them his scars. They were not masked. So they would know that it was him. He was the one that went to the cross for all of our sins. Why would he hide that? He defeated death. He defeated the sting of death, which was sin. He overcame it. And he was sinless. But he did it for us because he loved us. Not because we were perfect. But because we were His. He's not a pretend Savior. He's not a pretend Lord. Oh, He's real. He's alive. And He's coming back. Because he said he was. Four. Your broken heart can and will be restored. It's a delicate thing. Our heart. But magnificent. Most of us haven't actually seen our hearts we've heard it and we know that it has four chambers and it's responsible for the very life force that's in us the blood and it pumps it to every area of our body and it pumps it constantly it doesn't need encouragement It was designed to do that. Whether you encourage it or not, whether you're grateful for it or not, it's going to do what it's supposed to do. It is at its post. Imagine that. While you sleep, while you slumber, while you operate in the light or in the dark, it's still going to do what it's going to do. And see, one thing about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He can bring the dead back to life. He can make what's jagged straight. He can heal that that is dying, that is sick, that is infirmed. He can make the blind see. He can make the lame walk. And He is the one that goes to our Father in heaven and intercesses on our behalf. Oh, He understands about broken hearts. He knows what it is to be laughed at, to be ridiculed, not to be believed, to be rejected by your own. He knows about unfair trials and accusations. He knows about temporary friends, pretend friends. He knows about ingratitude. He knows about assaults on character. He knows what it is to be hungry and not to have a place to lay your head. He knows what it is to be persecuted unto death. So, any human experience that we have experienced, he understands. He can identify. He became God wrapped in flesh to fulfill the prophecy so that we would have the gift of eternal life. It was always the plan. It wasn't new. He wants us to focus on those things that are stored in heaven where they cannot be tarnished or stolen. Direct your broken heart towards Him. Take it to Him. And watch Him restore it. There was a woman named Leah in the Bible. And she was married to Jacob. And she was Rachel's older sister. And she bore... Jacob several sons more than anybody but she wasn't loved by Jacob now there's nothing in the Bible that says he abused her or did anything to be neglecting her as far as food shelter Clothing. No. She just wasn't his choice. Preference. And her first four children had to deal with uh, how she was hurt About how she felt Jacob had related to her. So the names dealt with hurt and pain and disappointment. Oh. But then the name started changing, and it had to do with praising God. She realized that it was not God who had forsaken her. She stopped focusing on a man or a relationship with a father or a sister, and she changed Her direction. And started focusing on her relationship with God. And she couldn't do anything but praise Him. But thank Him. Can you imagine. That we start changing direction. And how we pray. And to be grateful. And to be thankful. That we have a God who understands, a God who hears, a God who loves us, a God that has something so much better. If we would not focus on mere men and mere women. People who they are at the end of the day. They're not perfect. They will disappoint you. And some will even hurt you. Oh, but your Father in Heaven. And your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit. Oh, they have divine plans for you. And it's to bring you into your purpose. There's passion in pain. There's ministry in mistakes. There's service and sadness. You have to redirect it. You have to ignite and catch fire. And be ready for the revelation. For the elevation. For the sanctification that comes with having a heart. Broken in a million pieces, but having that one, that one, your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, speak life over your situation. Your Father who is in heaven, blow his breath in your direction because his breath is capable of making us living souls. Can you imagine that? Wait on it, be patient. Let patience work its perfect thing in you. Then you will lack for nothing. Oh, it's scripture. It's divine. It's available. It did not kill you even though you might have thought that it did. You're not dead. If you can hear my voice, you are not dead, men and women of God. You are alive and well, and the kingdom can take you from the back of the line and move you to the front of the line, if you will allow it. Be open to the Holy Spirit. Stop speaking death and limitations over your situation. Stop telling God what you can't do and telling what you can do. Amen? Don't tell him about your situation being over. Then what do you want the Holy Spirit to do? You got all the answers. You got all the sayings. You have got everything handled. I think not. Stop blocking your blessings. Sit down. Relax. Breathe. Let the tears flow. Tears are a sign of healing. Yes, we weep. But it doesn't endure always. It's weeping for a night. Get it out of your system. Tell the Holy Spirit all about it. And watch God move in your life. Don't hesitate. Trust Him. Taste and see how good the Lord really is. Get it out. Cause it comes a time when mama And them cannot help you. Brother and them cannot help you. Sister and them cannot help you. Your children and them cannot help you. You cannot help you. You got to get to that point. Where you're just empty. There's healing in the winter season. There's healing in the desert. It's great strength and great growth. That will happen when you're empty. When you're out of gas. When you don't know where it's coming from. Because that requires faith. And it has to become radical. It's about trust that he can do it. And some stuff he's not going to resurrect in your life. It's just over. Accept that. It's not going to get any better than it is. Move on. Adjust yourself. Because you're on a journey. And it's not over with a heartbreak. You'll have many heartbreaks. As long as you're living and breathing, you'll have many. But that's just what makes you beautiful. Your mosaic, your brokenness will emerge you into a phoenix where you can rise and go. Oh, then you will understand. You will become unstoppable. If that's all they got. They don't have much. Because it didn't take you out. You can't stop people from coming for you. They are going to come. But that doesn't mean. That they're going to be victorious. The fiery arrows come in the day and the night. <laughs> but you'll realize. They can't kill you. They can't stop you. Make sure they see you as a great target. Smile at them. Pray for them. Because they need it. Because they came against God's plan. And that is dead on arrival. Anybody that's coming against God's plan. Is dead on arrival. And you'll have to answer for that attack. You have to answer... For those plans that you made in the dark. Concerning God's children. God knows all and sees all. And more important, He knows the real desire of your heart. And He's at the restorer. So if you have a broken heart, you're in a good place. Because God can restore it. A man can. Oh, But Almighty God in Heaven can. Yes, He can. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He can. The Holy Spirit is working in tandem. Oh, He's the helper and the comforter. Five. You can now release the power of healed wounds. Uh, That is rich and good and tasty. I'm going to say number five again. You can now release the power of healed wounds. That's where that forgiveness comes in. When you look at them and say, I know you did it. But you know what? It's all right. Because I got the real revelation from the Lord Jesus Christ. He showed me your plan. My discernment kicked in. See, everybody has a gift You have at least one. And see, when you let patience work its perfect thing, then you lack for nothing. You will emerge victorious because the victory is already yours. Because it's our almighty God in heaven who fights our battles. You remember a young man named Joshua? Imagine how he felt being Moses' minister. He was Moses' servant. He was Moses' protege. And he gets the news from Moses himself. I'm not going with you to the promised land. You're going. You're going to lead the people. Joshua was devastated. Can you imagine serving The finest servant there was at the time. Moses seeing this mighty work. Leading the people out of Egypt. Then being with them in the wilderness. Seeing the tabernacle. The ark of the covenant. Seeing his sister be a leper. Then restored. Seeing a generation being swallowed up. And the next generation emerging. Seeing the Levitical order established. And being given the Ten Commandments. And bringing it before the people. Oh. Imagine that. And to be told that that one. Moses. Whose name means water. Was not going into the The land flowing with milk and honey. And there were a lot of ites over there. And Joshua had to deal with every ite over there. But God told him, this time I'm with you. Everywhere you see, everywhere your footsteps, I'm with you this time. Because Moses is not coming back. You're going over there. You're going to be victorious. There's a lot of ites. But you go over there and you raise my name. You tell him, I sent you. And you're going to know that it's me that's fighting. And that it's already done. And you go over there and you be Radical. And you represent that you serve the most high God in all creation. You show them strength. And you show them good courage. And Joshua did just that. Oh. He was a fierce one. But he was fierce in his faith. Because he knew who God was. It's no question. And he wasn't afraid of the ites. And there will be a lot of ites in your life. But do you know who your God is? And your God is bigger than any ite in your life. You're here. You are a living testament to who God is. Because if you're really honest with yourself, and if you really get real with yourself, you know you couldn't have made it without him. See, that's where the praise comes in. That's where the thanksgiving comes in. That's where the wisdom comes in. That's where the flat-footedness comes in. That's where the strength comes in. Because you know what you know that you know. And nobody can lay claim nor deny your testimony because you knew it was God. On your side. Despite what you have done or what you haven't done. See, there's commission because you committed it, and there's omission because you allowed it and didn't do nothing. That's called conspiracy. It's the same charge. And you get the same punishment for or for not doing something. So, make no mistake, wherever you were on that side of it, you've been healed. You got battle scars. And they're glorious and they're magnificent. And they come with a testimony. There's no testimony without a test. T-E-S-T are the first four letters of the word testimony. Look at your life. You are a living testimony to God's wonderful and magnificent work in you. His power of grace and mercy and forgiveness. Redemption. Restoration. Revelation. You are an eternal being. And he still has a plan and purpose for your life. Rise up, young lion. Rise up. Queen, rise up. Take your place. Adjust your crown. Some of you have come here as sisters and brothers because you were born in a family. Some of you are the first of your kind because you came first. And you were daughters and sons when you came here because you were birthed from someone. But more importantly, you were your father in heaven's daughter or son. See, you can't. Experience this life without giving honor where honor is due. Without giving glory where glory is due. Without giving praise where praise is due. And there's only one that deserves it. Our Father in heaven deserves all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. You ought to get excited about that, men and women of God. Oh, you got to thank him for something. If nothing else, thank him because you're able to hear. That you're able to see that you have movement of your limbs. That you got another day, another opportunity. To come into right relationship with the Lord of Lords. The King of Kings. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You have an opportunity to taste the gift of salvation today. To reignite yourself for those who have tasted it. Oh, there's big plans for you. It's not over. It's just beginning. Because your next move is your best move. And you have battle scars, but of the divine sense, the richness. Oh, they're deep and they're ancient and they're magnificent and they're wonderful and they make you you. They are part of your testament. They are part of your legacy. Don't discount them. They are a reminder of how far you've come. Every second. Every minute, every hour, every day, every month, every year is accounted for. And some of you have been blessed with a lot of years. And you may have acquired a few scars. Use them as your shield. Recognize them. That they are divinely purposed. Because they were those who will come and try to discount you. and They are those who uh, will operate out of darkness. And whose intentions will not be of a pure source or place. But you remind them. Of who you are and whose you are in the kingdom of God. And that you welcome the opposition because you got to an answer for it. And it's the word of God. You got an answer for them, your testimony, you got to an answer for them that as Joseph said what you meant for bad God meant for good and they have tried the demons the imps the simps and probably even the devil himself but he cannot do anything without permission from God so by you being here is a divine source Of his agreement with your presence. That you are still part of his plan and purpose. Make no mistake. Evil is real. The enemy is real. His minions are real. But they are no match for God Almighty. They are no match for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They are no match for the Holy Spirit. They are no match for the word of God. And they are no match for a radical, humble, faithful servant with battle scars who is willing to do God's will and operate by his word and dedicate their lives because we're not going to die. We have an eternal gift. Yes, our body will leave this realm because our assignment is over. But then we begin anew. In heaven, for those who want salvation, for those who want a relationship with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, we know we're motivated every day. We wake up renewed and refreshed. And excited and passionate about this life. About this journey. About this service. About this worship experience. Because everything we do we know is a form of worship. So let's look at some scripture. And let's go to Psalm. And we're gonna go to the first song. I'm excited about battle scars, as you can see. I've got a few, and they're my most beautiful and precious reminders of who my holy and heavenly Father is. Who my precious Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is. And the helper and the comforter and the Holy Spirit is real and ruling and residing within me. So. Let's look at. Psalm 1. And I hope that it motivates you. And I'm in the New King James Version. And the Word of God says this. Verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, Two, but his delight is is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. 3. He shall be like a tree planted by the river of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. 4. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff. Which the wind drives away. Five. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. Nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Six. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. I hope that inspires you. That God sees us. He's quite aware of the adversity that we face. But did you ever think for a moment that it's already done and that we have to be like Joshua and go over into the promised land and deal with all the ites. But no, as we take each step, And as far as we can see, that we fight for that that has already been won. That we fight for victory that has already been victorious. That we raise the banner as Judah did. That we go in as praisers. And praising God and blessing God and lifting Him up from glory to glory. From honor to honor to praise, to praise. And when people hear that in you, they like, my God, they've been through a lot. And look at them. They are still not moved, not shaken, not stirred, not deterred, not afraid, not turning back. They're more confident each day, more determined each day. Leaning more forward each day, never backing up, always going forward because they know who God is. There's not a question in their mind who they serve and who they love and who he is and that his word is true. And it's going to be performed and it's going to manifest in this life and the next. There's no question. Retreat is not an option, only charge. you got an opportunity today, men and women of God, to decide what your battle scars represent. See, for me, they are no losses. They're just lessons. And I have not lived this life without God in it every single day. Now, whether I choose to recognize him or not, that's a personal choice. But he's been there if I'm going to tell the truth. And I have to give an account for what I've done and what I haven't done. But no question, he's been here and that he's in charge. And he knows exactly what he's doing. And that he is the most high God in all creation. His righteousness is the epitome of truth. His word is alive and well. And cursing throughout this whole universe. When I say cursing, it's like a river. It's cursing, it's moving, it's flowing. Yes, whether we recognize it or not. Your battle scars are from a divine source. Show people your scars because it would lead to a testimony. And the testimony will cause men and women to say, I want a God like that. He's available. He's right here. He's among us. He's well. Embrace your scars. Embrace your testimony. Embrace the God who knows all. In Jesus' name, We pray that you were blessed. We love you and God bless you and save the lost at all costs. Las Vegas's very own Christian Talk Radio stations, 1060 AM and 100.1 FM. Also, you can listen to KKVV, Christian Talk Radio, anytime via your cell phone. Please dial 605-313-0690. Again, that number is 605-313-0630. That number only works in the United States. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website www.savethelosslv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an 3-3-5852 North Las Vegas 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, And don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.